Hey everyone, welcome to Zeitgeist Zealots. I'm Forrest. Well, Major's not here with us today, and I'm Ravi. Matt. <laughs> and I'm Tip. Uh, I think today uh, we missed last weekend, so we're going to go over the Hawkeye finale and I believe the book of Boba Fett. And I'm sure everyone saw the new Batman trailer because it was in the group chat, so we're going to talk about that. Oh, yes, right. Yeah, totally. Great episodes. So if you haven't watched it, you know, maybe now might be the time. So the Hawkeye finale, um, I guess the big the big takeaway was uh, we finally got to see the debut of Kingpin in the MCU. Yay. And they just beat the ever-living shit out of him <laughs> in this episode. He got, like, blown from one side of the room to the next. Yeah, he kept getting back up, like, just shrugging it off. And he was dressed yeah, like because a, he's freaking invulnerable. He was dressed like a pimp. He looked like Kramer from the episode where he gets the uh, amazing Technicolor wardrobe. I, I will say this. I kind of love how Disney has pivoted and listen to the fans because Wanda Vision didn't release the big baddie Mephisto. Uh, Winter Soldier and you know that guy didn't release the big baddie. And then Loki, we're finally getting Kang. And now we finally got Kingpin, which is what we all wanted. So no. I am. Um, yes. You know, Although I do think Mephisto was never part of the plan in WandaVision. I think people just like like just got crazy with rumors. Yeah, people like people on the internet were just like, it has to be Mephisto, and if it's not, and like the summer is like, wait, he was never supposed to be in. So by this point, <laughs> Kang was always um I think gonna be in Loki. And Kingpin was always gonna be in Hawkeye. Um but um yeah, so we had basically like, you know, three like final battles at the end with uh, like uh, Kate and Kingpin, Echo and Kazi and uh, Yelena and Hawkeye. And thank goodness Hawkeye knew how to whistle because he would have been a dead man otherwise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I don't know. That was... Uh, that special whistle. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah, and it, they it, start showing off some uh, trick arrows again. Well, I, you know, I think it's funny how uh, we... None of us, I think, actually liked Black Widow, the movie... And to like somehow shoe shoehorn in something that makes it so you have to watch that movie now um, is hilarious. That's true. They forced us. They forced our hand. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, especially um, you know um, the last episode where like Yelena was like she showed up and then um, you know she got snapped and then she um, came back to life. So. Well, you know, talk about, you know, the episode before the last one, you know, uh, talk about a cliffhanger where it ends with, um, hey, I found out who hired me to kill Hawkeye and sending it to Kate Bishop. And then you're like, oh, man, it's a lot more here than I thought. So uh, definitely really well done. So, yeah. So you like this finale? Yes, I do for several reasons, even though it's not up to the comic standards it's funny because usually i'm a, a stickler about it i thought it was really well played out um the fact that jacques duquesne is like just this dude who likes swords i think is beyond hilarious um how they didn't tie in his history with hawkeye um but at the end when all the larpers and him are uh trying to get all the people out i thought was funny more so for the fact that the bros 
showed up with baseball bats and guns and all of a sudden some of the bros have swords so i thought that was hilarious but um it was it was done really well i feel yes thank god none of them were actually armed yeah or he would have been in trouble <laughs> yeah unless he could like dodge bullets with his, his sword like a jedi does blasters oh, yeah, um, he had that one pim arrow that shrinks people what if he used that on kingpin oh that's like why that, I, I know i see like that picture meme. about that yeah i see that meme yeah so it's like an owl carry the owl carries him away <laughs> they saw on the tree yeah um, instead of him picking up the the truck yeah um what happens to him now <laughs> and they still don't understand the whole rules that they established in Ant-Man where like the weight doesn't change when you shrink something down yeah, th- that has been yeah that has been a huge like because yeah, the owl carried the, them off well I think you pointed out the other podcast that I was on about the tank keychain shouldn't be able to be kept in his pocket yeah, yeah. so like, he cares about that as much as Fox cared about continuity in the X-Men films it's just like, <laughs> they do, he does not care like they don't even have you know, yeah. it's like whatever. When it comes to vehicles, it doesn't matter. <laughs> He's put on the Ant-Man franchise. Uh, anyway, so um, I'm guessing so it sort of ended. Spoiler with Pen screams that basically uh, coming back. Um, it's funny yeah, in the comics, Echo shoots yeah. in the face, and he just goes blind. So. Um, when they bring him back, I don't know if there's gonna be a, a Daredevil um, uh, solo series or they show up in She Hulk. I think it's been all but confirmed. And because uh, I don't want to spoil, well, has everyone seen No Way Home? Wait, no, I have. But hold on, yeah. Daredevil is the, like one of the coolest superheroes, and they're gonna relegate him to like a She Hulk movie. Yes, he's gonna become She-Hulk. <laughs> he's well, no, She-Hulk's gonna. She-Hulk's gonna have her own Disney Plus series, and Matt Murdock, and because she's a lawyer. Oh, we lost Matt. Because she's a lawyer. Um, oh no. That's why I think people think um, he's gonna show up in She-Hulk. But um, you know, uh, we'll see. I'm, I'm sure Kingman's gonna come back in some shape or form. Um. Did anyone uh, have anything else on Hawkeye? I think um, it. I was worried that like he was going to retire at the end of the series, but it looks like he's not. He's um, they, the door is open for him to come back if he wants to, and Kate isn't really replacing him. She's just like going to be another chick called Hawkeye. So I guess they're just going to coexist as Hawkeyes. So, or did y'all feel he he's he's hanging up his bow at the end of this episode? Or or maybe he'll continue as Hawk Guy. Oh, okay. And she and Kate will be Hawk Gal. That's right. Now Hawk I know, Guy and Hawk Hawk Gal. Now I know that um, Matt wasn't happy with the uh, the after credit scene. Uh, were y'all happy with it? The a re a rendition or a reprise of the um, I could do this all day. Robbie, I think um, you're the only one who's seen this. So. I'm trying to... to. Did you even stay after yeah. the credits? I think I did. I'm trying to think of. I didn't even finish it. I just like I just fast forwarded to see if there's anything else there was. I'm like, okay, I'm done. So, um, 
Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, I was sort of disappointed, but, you know, not every Marvel property needs an after credit scene. They don't need a setup. I mean, they did enough yeah. setup. So, like, you know, just Lena, Echo, Kingpin. Um, so, like, so much setup in the actual show that, you know, they probably had nothing left for the uh, the after credits. So, um but yeah, so I don't know. I, I, I'd probably rank this show um, under Loki and WandaVision, but above Falcon and Winter Soldier. Would you all agree with that ranking? Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely have it above Winter Soldier. Yeah. I, I feel yeah, as though the Loki. cinematic aesthetic and the quality of the um, instructional. Um, it did surprise me how, how good it was. I, I will say this. Once you accept the fact that these are engines for exposition dumps and to introduce new characters. Yeah, basically. Because Echo is going to get a new show. Yeah. Uh, Elena is going to be in New Avengers. And, or Thunderbolts, something like yeah, that. Or I think Thunderbolts they're... or something like that. Um, and so overall, once you turn your mind off and just realize that this is just a bridge to the movies yeah then i think it works really well as a side note though i i hated the after credit scene mm-hmm. but i think it's hilarious that oh yeah somebody it was, was just a whole play That's somebody right. from broadway was probably brought in to create this mm-hmm. actors and dancers had to practice this and yeah. so, like, at the end of the day, I, I just, I find it hilarious that people actually had to, like, commit to this. And in the end, it's just a throwaway <laughs> gag. It was probably Yeah, I just <laughs> sat there and watched it thinking something was going to happen. But... They put a lot of work into it. They wanted to show it all yeah. in its entirety, even though, like, you know, I was like, I get it. It's like, it, the Avengers was very successful. Yeah, and but... it wasn't even, like, you know, the thing that, that like, sort of not, not take me off, but, like, my one little um, pet peeve was, like, it's called Rogers the Musical. But it was very much an Avengers musical. Yep. But you know. The... The other thing, too, is that um, it's funny because they shoehorn uh, Ant-Man in. And the original idea, uh, Ant-Man was supposed to be developed and his movie was supposed to be released. And he was supposed to be in the Battle of New York. But because his movie got developed, uh, like pushed back so much, Mm -hmm. um, he was taken out of that uh, battle. And I think it's funny how it's like, Marvel acknowledging that you know production dates got screwed screwed up and this yeah. is what originally was supposed to happen, but what ended up not actually happening. Yeah, because Edgar Wright was gonna, I think he like wrote and uh, was gonna direct it, but I think I don't know he either had some other stuff he had to do, like Scott Pilgrim or one of the the um, the Simon Pegg movies. Yeah, so, but I think um, I don't know. From what I hear, like they gave him like a, a lot of opportunities, and he was like, "I got to do my own thing." I think he was like had enough pull on Hollywood to where Foggy couldn't really like you know, not boss him around. But you know, I think that's why they went with Peyton Reed, who had basically like not as enough clout to like you know. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, a lot of these Marvel directors are just like fresh off of doing like an indie movie. But that's the thing, you know. I think Major and I have gotten in this debate before. Feige, I feel, purposely picks these uh, new directors who've done independent films, who've never done something on the scale, so that way yeah. he has so much control over everything. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of frustrating at times because I think there's a better vision than Feige's vision. But I would, yeah, I would like like more altruistic superhero films, like Nolan films, and. Um... Mm. I guess Joker, even though it's like, you know. But um, I guess that helps you avoid what's happening with DC right now. 
with you know when well they just Star Zack Wars. Snyder they like Zack Snyder was like right here we're gonna let you do Superman and he was like okay I did the first one I'm like I now I'm gonna do all of them you know we're not even we're not even gonna like you know give them their own movies we're just gonna like do all of them we're gonna introduce them all with a Batman movie even though like the last Batman movie came out like four years ago so but you know like you know Star Wars you know like when you have directors oh, no yeah, no plan. You know, yeah. and like, I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to do it my way. And, you know, screw your vision. So I guess it kind of like makes it more consistent. But at the same time, too, I just really don't agree with Feige's vision. So, yeah, I mean, I think just some of his ideas, just like, you know, I think the Thor movies should have been like more epic in scale. And they're sort of just like Doctor Who-ish and, you know, more Lord of the Rings. But yeah. I, love, cheese, I, I love cheese crust. I love Taiki Wahidi. I love him. It was great, but it wasn't really a Thor movie. It was just sort of like a weird, you know, space gladiator movie. It wasn't really, and like, plus it was merged with Planet Hulk. So it's like, but it was good. It worked. And Chris Hemsworth is funny, but like Thor isn't really supposed to be a comedian. You know, they can't all be comedians. Like Iron Man can be funny. Spider-Man can be funny. They can't all have, they can't all be funny. Yeah. You know, um, but uh, I don't know. I enjoyed Ragnarok was probably the best of the three. That really tells you just how, you know, dull the first two were. But, um, you know, it wasn't really what I wanted from the Thor movie after like, after like reading the comics. But, you know, I don't know, someday these are all going to get this entire everything's going to be rebooted in 20 years anyway. So we'll but, see. Um, wow, Force, that's. Uh... I mean, they rebooted Batman twice in the past within this, the past 10 years. So well, just look at Spider-Man. We're on our third Spider-Man. Since <laughs> yeah. Now I'm like, tired. now I have Spider-Man fatigue too, as well as Batman fatigue. So, it's um, but that's, yeah. that's what I love about, uh, uh, these shows I'm starting to appreciate is you can do the origin story in the shows on Disney and then when we yeah. the movies, it's like, okay, you should know all this already. So yeah, that's true. So I do like, like the new stuff. Go like get a Disney plus subscription. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to catch up. So, um, so Matt, you would you agree with the ranking? Loki, WandaVision, Hawkeye, Falcon, Winter Soldier, or would you uh, mix it up? I, I would, I would, I would say Loki, then Hawkeye. Uh, I okay. Really, I really have, even though it was only six episodes, uh, I really appreciated Hawkeye a lot more than WandaVision um, but definitely Winter Soldier is dead last that was WandaVision had a lot more intrigue I think for me because everyone was like thinking oh Reed Richards Mephisto and it wasn't let down but as I was watching it it was enjoyable but so, and, it, but yeah I will say when the, the first three weeks when you're trying to figure out what's going on and the fact that it was the first show out there mm -hmm. it was very intriguing but then it just became kind of you know meh uh, at the end, and the ending really was just like That's where the budget went. <laughs> you know, it, it was frustrating because at the end, uh, the ending really killed WandaVision. I feel, um, mm -hmm. um, you know, but if you kind of on just like the first two or three episodes, you know, WandaVision was amazing because mm -hmm. um, they were definitely trying to do something unique, and I love that. But at the end of the day, it just didn't live up to what it was supposed to deliver. Yeah, I mean, the Quicksilver reveal at the very end was lame. Yeah, but you know, I, I'm not upset that Mephisto wasn't in it, you know, because that was just like the internet going crazy with theories that wasn't, you know, ever part of the show. I think, um, but uh, and also I, I I will and also the uh, the engineer that's supposed to be a big deal who was just a nobody, so that was like also you know they shouldn't have hyped it up, and um, they probably should have just said we and we discussed this like a year ago, but um, 
you know, they, the show should have been like, you know, it's not what you think. Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> just enjoy the show, you know, for what it is. Um, okay. I mean, so Hawkeye, do you think it will be season two? Because I don't think he hung up his bow. I don't think he's retired. I don't, think, really that way. I don't think there'll be a season two, but there'll be some future, you know, show in which he comes as a supporting character. Yeah. You know, or maybe. another Avengers movie with yeah. Kang, I'm guessing he'll show up. Might get killed then. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, hey, it's gonna happen. They're getting old. He's in his fifties now. So I, I would like, I, I would like to see season two where he takes on uh, Crossfire, or the um, the Death Rose, or uh, his brother Trickshot shows up because those would be characters delving more into his past, which I, I haven't really done at all. Like, they were way more interested in Yelena's past and Echo's past and Kate Bishop's past, you know. it was They really weren't interested in exploring the main, the main character of the show it was named after. But, I mean, if they do season two, I would like to see those aspects but, explored but, more. Like I said, the whole point of the show is to be yeah. a bridge for what's yeah, coming in the future. And Hawkeye is obviously And that's why I, I didn't it's enjoy Hawkeye, it. But it. And that's it, probably why it, I didn't enjoy it as much as probably y'all It was like yeah. Kate Bishop was really the main character yeah. yeah if they just did like a page page adaptation of like the matt fraction comic like no echo no swordsman no kingpin just focus on kate and clint versus the tracksuit mafia make kazi an actual character <laughs> um uh you know that would have been good on its own like it should have been like a, a short like a small self-contained story we didn't need like introduce three characters um well i had to introduce k bishop obviously but i didn't need to introduce echo or continue to reintroduce Yelena. So um, it could have been a lot better, but it wasn't awful. I would just give this like a, it was, it was an acceptable show, but you know, I think a lot of people, including myself, were just like, eh, you know, but I, I like that Kingpin was in it, although he was more cartoonish than he was in the Netflix shows. No, I agree. Um, so, <laughs> um, but hey, I think he's happy to be back and he looked great. He looked a lot bigger, I guess. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Looking forward to seeing him come back. Um, maybe he'll come back in the Echo show. I don't know. Hopefully, we'll see. Um, all right, so let's move on to another Disney Plus show, Book of Boba Fett. Um, I'd say this was another adequate episode. Wasn't amazing. Uh, you, you weren't. I, re- I really liked the scenes with him, his past with the Tusken Raiders. See, that was just like, okay, I know what's going to happen. You know, Those he's gonna, so he's gonna gain their acceptance, but I was just sort of like, I'm more interested in what's happening in the present. Um, not, not to go on a rant here, hmm. but um, I, I was actually sitting down at a brewery the other day with one of my good friends, and you know, being one of these guys who loves um, the original like THX enhanced, mm-hmm. maybe the first round of special, you know, editions, and then somebody who read extensively on the expanded universe yeah um i absolutely hate boba fett okay um and boba fett has three minutes and 23 seconds of screen time in all the films he has you just just don't like the character by itself i don't i don't understand how like so star wars fans and i you know there's characters i'm obsessed with like i love wedge antilles um, but he's explored more in the expanded universe than he is in the movies. Um, so the Star Wars fans latch onto these like really obscure characters and yeah. then make them up into these big heroes. And Boba Fett was one growing up that I absolutely hated. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he dies in the Sarlacc pit. I don't care what you say. Mm-hmm. And it's a fan theory, and I think it's hilarious. It was always a fan theory growing up that he was able to get out of the Sarlacc pit in the manner that he did. And I think it's funny how Disney has used this fan theory now to make it how he gets out of the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. Now, one of the things I hated was George Lucas doing the special editions and then the special, special editions. Um, one of the things I actually loved about him tweaking it, though, is in Return of the Jedi in the uh, special editions when they did a DVD release, the Sarlacc Pit is actually a creature that comes out and eats Boba Fett. He doesn't just fall in, he eats, you know, people. So now you see it's like an actual creature just to kill the fan theory of oh, okay. Fett escapes the Sarlacc pit because he does not. So the very premise of the show has me full of nerd rage. Well, I, I will say that I find Boba Fett's survival more plausible than Darth Maul's survival. How do you feel about Darth Maul's yeah, survival? No, yeah. so I think, half. yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why I had a problem with that. Like, if, if Darth Maul comes back, then Boba Fett should be able to come well, back. Well, but, the lightsaber obviously sears off the wound immediately. It's like cauterizing it, so... No, I'm joking. Okay. I, I, yeah, I think it's just like, if you want me to buy Darth Maul being alive, you know, that's that's a stretch. But if I have to buy that, then by extension, by logic, I should be able to buy Boba Fett coming back. But, you know, it. Um, I was just like, sort of like, I know he sold a lot of toys, so that's why he's so popular, not because of his actual contribution to the actual original trilogy of the story, but he sold so many toys, so Lucas made him a big deal in the prequels. It was and also then, one of the best uh, lightsaber battles. When they kept it like real fast paced and good, and threw in some real trick moves in there. And Boba stuff. Fett? No, uh, no, with uh, Darth, Darth Maul. Maul. Oh, okay. Because um, yes. you notice, like in the later Star Wars, Disney took over. And, well, like, I'm sure they, they started getting slower, and it, it seemed like anybody could pick up a lightsaber. Just, well, do y'all think yeah. is is Darth Maul alive in this time period, or was he killed in Rebels? I think. I heard so he, no, was he, he is, dead. He is because in Han Solo, remember, um, they introduced him the solo movie, they introduced mm-hmm. him um at the end of that movie. Um okay. when uh I forget her name, um you know, at uh, the end takes the over the Game of Thrones chick, yeah. 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 So oh. he runs Crimson Dawn or is he run another crime syndicate? No, so she runs Crimson Dawn, but he's like a bigger, like, you know, baddie, <laughs> I guess. Okay, so he might show up, you think, in this show? I, I surely hope not. I really, really, really. Well, I think he's going to show up in Obi Wan Kenobi. He's either going to show up Definitely. in this or Obi Wan Kenobi, because um, I think like he he's, he wants payback. Um, so I'm trying to think. Um, what, there, what, what I found a... funny about watching this episode, though, and just to um, pull out my inner Brian post then, um, like my wife kept asking me questions and I would have to pause. So this 50 minute show actually took us like an hour and a half to like watch um, because my wife was like, Hey, is he a Mandalorian? And they're like, no, he's not actually. In fact, the issue is is that Django Fett stole Mandalorian armor, Um, but it was retconned in this, uh, in the Mandalorian and this, that, and the other thing. And it's funny, like trying to explain all the backstory and be like, well, in the expanded universe, this, but in Disney's version, no. So yeah, um, I'm just I'm just wondering um, if um, the Crimson. Do you think the Crimson Dawn attacked them in the episode? That's what I'm wondering. Do you think like Amelia Clark's character is behind the attack, 
Or do you think it's someone else? No, I think I think it's, or, what they're setting it up to be is the mayor um, okay. is in charge, and the mayor is going to try to like take a bigger part. So, um, but that also leads me into my next issue is that um, in the expanded universe, Jabba the Hut is one of the huts. There is this whole part of the universe carved out called hut space, which the huts are a crime syndicate. And if one hut is killed, like another hut's going to come to Tatooine and yeah. take over. So that I'm interested to see if that plays anything because it's not like, oh, well, Jabba the Hutt's dead, so there's this huge vacuum. No, yeah. the huts would send one of his nephews. Pizza the Hut. Yeah, exactly. Pizza the Hut. Baseball. <laughs> I'm a um... log. I'm my own best friend. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking the mayor is. Do you think the mayor is a hut? No, I think the mayor is the Twi'lek, unfortunately. A, a what? A Twi'lek. What's that? So his ambassador, you know, the the with the two mm. long things that hang down yeah. from their head, those are Twi'leks. Okay. And there's a lot of them in this episode, and they're yeah. apparently different colors. Like there's a yellow one, there's a green one. As a said, a side note, um, I never thought of myself as a racist person. But I hate Rodians, um, you know, because Greedo, Greedo, Greedo was the Rodian, and it was who are the Rodians again? And then the Rodian in this episode tries to, even though I hate Boba Fett, the Rodian tries to sell out um, Boba Fett there. Yeah, that was so, so stupid. What was he expecting? It's like this guy's trying to free you, and I guess he thought if he ride on Boba Fett, they'd let him go. Yeah, was that his logic? Okay, I guess we well, got so. killed yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah, when he finds out, he can understand him Greedo's brother Dumbo um so one shot first yeah um I'm trying to remember so they they took on Goro in the uh, last scene of so apparently that creature is called the behemoth okay it was big I like that it went from like having like it went from like having four arms to like having yeah. two arms and like it walked on four legs so it like went from like yeah, he a, stood up on his far back feet he became a cenotar yeah so that's interesting but yeah there's definitely a homage to princess leia killing jabba when he killed him with the the chain so but it seems that um uh they're gonna accept him into the tuscan society because apparently at the end of um in mandalorian season two he's he's gone full tuscan because he's got that little yeah he's got the long stick that the other guy had so but, uh, I'm thinking that guy's gonna die. He's gonna take his staff to honor him or whatever. So, so, for oh, so, so they're they're inducting him into Tuscan society. So they're gonna like fix him some new, with some. Yeah. Um, but Forrest, you make a kind of point that that I uh, I'm very hung up about Star Wars and what's killing Star Wars right now. Um, when George Lucas was making the prequels, he made the prequels to reflect. Um, the original trilogy because he wanted to prove that time was cyclical. History always repeats itself, right? And that was his whole goal. And so basically the first three movies reflect, you know, the prequels, Mm -hmm. uh, reflected in the prequels. Um, And that's what killed the sequels is literally, you know, episode, you know, uh, seven is A New Hope rehashed. Mm-hmm. Episode eight is trying to leave you on that balance of empire, and so to have that homage to how Leia uh, kills Jabba, mm-hmm. I feel is what's going to ultimately do Star Wars. In uh, uh, we can't constantly reflect on this 
cyclical nature. We need to get away from that. We need to do something original. Um, we need to do something different than just rehashing the same story over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but it was, it was entertaining enough to make me want to see more. I do think Boba Fett's, he was just like, he got shot one time. He's like, quick, take me back to the bath. <laughs> it's a bad thing. To- He's like, yeah, I guess, you know, really you couldn't uh, last a little bit longer. Uh, so, um, I don't know. Um, I, well, 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 I will say this. I don't know first if he's off, all the way healed or not. Uh, first off, I, I will say this. Fennec is a bad actor, but I love how we finally show Gamorans doing something. Oh, yeah. They you didn't know. do much in Return of the Jedi. And, um, yeah, they, they kind of look like he has like two Shrek bodyguards. But it, they, I, they, yeah, I just I just think it's the, funny. Because, those, are, like, those are the Sodoms. They were. Sodom. They were bodyguards for Jabba the Hutt, mm-hmm. and then for Bib Fortuna, another Twi'lek, and then those guys oh, really? mostly died. Yeah, Bib Fortuna is a Twi'lek. Oh, because he had like one like he had like one tentacle yep. like over his collarbone and one behind. I thought he was like a different race. You know, I might be wrong there. I have to look that one up. Actually, maybe maybe they're like distantly related. His but, race, uh, but the fact that we finally show Gamorans doing something because even in the Mandalorian, when he goes to. I think he goes to Tatooine. I forget. Uh, yeah, the in, in credit scene because yeah. they tease the the show. Yeah, and where there's like that battle fighting like UFC thing, and they just kick the you know he just kills all the Gamorans. I'm, I'm finally happy to see Gamorans like get the respect they deserve. Nice. Yeah. So um, I don't, I'm thinking the mayor might be a hut or like uh, isn't like Jabba's son Rada still alive? So yeah. it might be him. You know, I, I don't know, because once again, we're getting rid of the expanded universe, but Disney tends to pick, you know, well, some that was, good ideas. Like, we have think, Thrawn now, you know. Oh, yeah, they brought him back for Rebels, but I'm thinking that, I think he's going to show up in Ashoka. Um, but I'm also thinking that, um, well, was in the Clone Wars movie that started the Clone Wars show, the 3D one. So I think he might be alive in this universe. So I, I would not be surprised if we saw a hut either him or some other hut in this show so it's only six episodes right yep okay so um yeah i don't know i thought it was adequate i didn't really care for the flashbacks and rob you like them but i'm just like i know what's gonna happen he's just gonna become part of tuscan raiders but i don't know maybe they can make it more interesting for me. Jeez, i'm wonder, just wait i wonder if they're gonna kill him you know, Boba Fett? you know but you know what i mean like when you do those you know things like the the suspense is very limited because it's like i wonder how he's gonna survive that's true. It's like we know what's going to happen. He's, um, you know, he, he makes it. So I'm like, I'm way more interested in like the present day stuff. So, <laughs> what? <laughs> so, um, so how about we uh, talk about the new Batman trailer? Did everyone see that? I'm sure. Uh, the how many one? are there? I, I watched the third. Two, was, I watched it, two of them. It was the one that just came out. The one that came out this week. It's like called the bat and the cat. Oh, which cat? One? Yeah, uh, it was. I uh, put it in the group chat. So um, I think this was better than the second trailer. Um, it definitely. Um, I mean, it showed more, obviously, but I think it definitely. It, it, the focus of the trailer was like on Batman and Catwoman's relationship, and I think I'm gonna like Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman more than Anne Hathaway's. Um, I think she definitely. Um, Whoa. And imbues wow, embodies the character better about Anne Hathaway. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was just sort of like we gotta have Catwoman in one of these things. So yeah, I think her Catwoman is very forgettable. Do you think she's better than Michelle Pfeiffer? 
I love, I like Michelle Pfeiffer's a lot. Um, definitely, um, she was definitely unhinged and stuff. I think that's what Catwoman should be. Like, she's not completely evil, but she's still, you know, a bad guy. And so, she's a yeah, cat she's like, like, Come on, yeah. Or she's 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 a bit unhinged and you know devious, but I don't know. It's like the comics are like way more focused on getting them to hook up than like making her an actual you know uh, villain. Um, yeah. It's like you know. Harley Quinn isn't even like, a, or Poison Ivy aren't even villains anymore. They just want the hook Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy up these days. Um, so, I don't know. We'll Are you see. talking I, about lesbians? Kind of, oh, yeah. I mean, if you watch the Harley Quinn TV show, like, they're like a couple. Like, they're like the main love story in the show. So, they're kind of, uh, yeah. So, um, I don't know. I, I, I kind of wish Catwoman would be more of like an antagonist in this, but it looks like they're just going to be like partners. So, um, well, you know, I will say this. That preview, um, I actually think we finally found a really good Riddler. Um, yeah, it's, it's really, it's, like, well done. Very interesting take. Um, he's, like, basically the Zodiac Killer in this. Um, with a little bit of... Smart, not goofy. Yeah, a little bit like John Doe and um, from Seven mixed with Lee Harvey Oswald because he has that rifle. Yeah. I think he's trying to assassinate the mayoral candidate in the, in the trailer, so... Um, yeah, definitely. Like, um, it's interesting. Definitely interesting to take. I'm not crazy that he talks so slow. Um, it's like uh, Bruce Wayne. And, I don't know. Was he trying to copy like Bane or something? I'm, what was that? I hear you. Was he trying to copy Bane or something with that? You know, the way he's oh, talking. I don't know. It's just I think the, the way he talks is like he's out of breath and. I mean, I like Paul Dano a lot. He was great in There Will Be Blood. I think he was also in 12 Years a Slave. And, uh, oh, he was also in Prisoners, playing like another creepy, creepy guy. Um, but um, I don't know. I think it'll be good. They're definitely, you know, I get what they're basing him off of. I think he's a good actor. And, um, you know, usually in the movies he's in, he, sque- he squeals a lot. So I'm sure when Batman's beating up, he's going to squeal. Um, but I think um, from what I saw in the trailer, like he's going to be an orphan too. Or something like that. Um, but I think this whole movie is just set up for the Court of Owls, I think. So that's why he's trying to expose corruption in Gotham. Uh, the Riddler is. And that last trailer is up to 20.7 million views. Damn. Yeah, so I think uh, it should be interesting. Um, there's like a scene where he, like, I think some bombs go off and the, the, the city the streets become flooded. Like that's, uh, that's straight, out of zero, the straight out of zero year. Like basically where he tries to like... Um, you know, turn Gotham to like a post-apocalyptic landscape by like flooding it and like um, setting off like poison ivy's plant growth formula. So like all this, all the like the cities it looks like it's like a uh, hundred years after an apocalypse. Like there's just like overgrowth everywhere and like flooded streets huh. and electricity. So I think they, I think they're getting that from like um, zero year. But um, I know it looks good. So um, yeah, I guess he's also like based on Jigsaw Killer because I guess they like they have to solve puzzles or they'll get themselves killed or solve riddles. So, um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I do, like I said before, I do have a little Batman fatigue. I think they basically like Warner Brothers is just too reliant on Batman, and they just reboot him too quickly. But I don't know. We'll see how it goes. You know, honestly, I think I have DC fatigue because I feel it's the same guys yeah. over and over again, and it's the yeah. same origin story over and over again. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully they will not show his parents being killed again. Just like we get it, they died. Just you can just mention in passing. Um, but yeah, <laughs> dang, Forrest. What? I don't want to see his parents. <laughs> no, like dang. Tips is like, tips is like, like I want to see two died. people get shot. What's wrong with you, Forrest? 
Um, yeah, I don't want to see people get shot. Sorry, Tim. I know that makes me. Yeah, that makes me a weirdo. So, um, don't you have a heart? I don't want to see people get killed, Tip. So yes. Don't you have a mindless <laughs> thirst for vengeance? Yeah, and really. blood. I, I get it. I've seen it like what we've seen it like four times already. So, um, one time but, uh, as cartoons. That's true. Um, so I think yeah, this is like the first DC movie coming out next. Oh wait, no, New Peacemaker's coming out next month yes, or this month actually. That looks so awesome. Can, yeah, I'm looking 13. forward to that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Well, I'll definitely have to discuss that in the podcast. On uh, that, not, not gonna lie, coming out. Batman no longer excites me. It, yeah, I'm getting a little bit fatigued. I, I think this movie will be good though. I think kind of some like nasty villain. Yeah, he's crazed and psychotic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's. You know, throw something different. What about a villain who's like, you know, good intentioned or something? Not a complete psychopath all the time. Yeah. Well, we'll see if this gets a sequel. I like the, um, I like the misguided um, zealot. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, well, that's well, that's basically I guess Rachel Ghoul in a nutshell. Oh yeah. He's just sort of sure. like he's he has good intent. Well, he's like you know he's trying. I think he's like an eco-terrorist too, but I, uh, I, that's basically all I have for today. Do you have any other thoughts? Anything that came out today you want to chat or just say this was good? I saw Cobra Kai this weekend. It was really good. And if you watch that, I meant to see Cobra Kai. Yeah, so they're. I think they're definitely gonna have to have a fifth season. So um, <laughs> if that's if that's what you're, you know, you're hoping this will be the last one. Sorry, um, but yeah, I enjoyed it, Cobra Kai. So um, it's a nice little show. But uh, yeah, I think that's all we got for today. So, um, well, happy New Year's to all our ha- fans. Yeah, yeah, happy New Year's to our, our fans. So we're almost like a. I, I think we started this podcast on inauguration day last year. That was yeah. like uh, January. So we're almost at a year uh, anniversary of this thing. So pretty cool that we've kept it oh, going. Oh yeah, that's right. The inauguration day, the, the infamous. <laughs> yes. So. I was like, seems like a good day to start. We were just like, seems like a good day to start a podcast. Yeah. America's, you know, there's an insurrection going. Seems like a good day to start a podcast. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll start our own insurrection. And then split. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm Forrest, Matt, and I'm Robbie, and I'm Tim, and we'll uh, see everyone next time. See ya. See. Ya. Yes. Enjoy.